How's everybody doing out there? See you shouting out to you from the south end. Hope you're feeling good. This is the Dubcast. What's up, everybody? Sila shouting out to you. Hope you're feeling good this evening. It is Friday evening, and we are feeling good up here. With shouting out with big love and unity to all the good friends that are here to raise the vibration. Let's get straight to it. Oh Lord, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. I tell you right now, I can't do it. We've been going for nine months now. We've been having a good time podcasting and making videos, and we've gone deep. I've done five videos where I spent all my time making the single perfect and filming it and trying to get all the parts perfect, just having a good time with it because we've had plenty of time to kill, and we've been podcasting and vlogging and hanging out with all the good friends and gathering the tribe. And I was going to take my time to really set it up so I could get a giant uh, fan base going and get the network in full motion before I started playing live again. But the last month or so, I've been having just a ton of calls from all the all of my favorite venues, everybody from the Lazy Pirate to the Rights of Beach Brewery, and just up and down the coast, you know, get in touch with all the my favorite places that I've played over the years. And uh, we've had a big uh, reset for nine, nine months we've been off, and it seems like nine years. But everybody's been getting in touch with me, and they need work is what I've realized. Everyone needs work. We need to get this economy back in motion, and there's not a lot of bands um, on tour coming in from out, out of town. Then there was a time there was a lot of competition and we were the old, maybe the older band. And so lots of bands were jumping in and getting gigs and, but nobody's been working that hard like now to really book themselves and the clubs need help. They need work. So, uh, I'm kind of trying to come to the conclusion that I need to get to it just to keep everybody in business. A couple of the clubs I wrote back and said, Hey, I'm going to start back in July. I want to get myself prepared and they're all like, well, can you play next weekend? You know, so seems like what we uh, need right now is, I guess, to really help out the uh, the clubs, the the bars, the uh, the restaurants, all the people that have been out of uh, commission for so long. It seems like they are desperate for uh, people to come back. And so let's get out there. The weather's getting nice. Let's get out there and see your favorite band. 
get out to your clubs and your bars. I'm going to book up stuff a lot sooner than I thought. So we'll be looking at that schedule that should be starting in the next couple of weeks, probably, because we got to get back to it, I guess. And with that, I want you guys to stay tuned and stay subscribed. Uh, like and subscribe here on the YouTube channel. Get in touch with us on the CLawDub.com and please get on our mailing list. I want to really keep everybody informed this year and do it big. We got a bigger band coming back. We haven't played in a year and we're going to make it as big as we possibly can. You know, make it make this thing happen in full motion. Um, we spent a long time preparing, putting new material together and really building the tribe the last couple of months, last nine months. And getting my health back because really we had a 10 year period we played nonstop the last three i was in a little bit ailing and trying to get back to normal and just kind of running spinning my gears so having the reset has been good and so we're gonna utilize that to come back strong come back real strong with new merchandise new videos new material and new podcasts here i'm gonna be podcasting with a bunch of uh, fun guests tonight uh on the third half of the show we'll be po podcasting with mitch cooper the acoustic cast is next after this one and uh we'll also be doing a podcast next week with chris moore and a special podcast with uh, brother pato banton if you don't know don't know who he is he's the the innovator of reggae dance hall rap uh, still bringing the light and the culture, so we'll be talking to him. He's uh, done singles with Sting and UB40 and all the greats, you know, so I'll be super stoked to be talking to Pato. I called him just the other day, so that was a big deal. So anyways, the clubs need you. Uh, the economy needs you, so don't just invest your money in Bitcoin or put your money in some investment here and there. Get out there and spend your money. Uh, help your local businesses. Don't just order stuff online. Get out there to the, your favorite restaurants and bars and pack it in. Go out and have a good time. And it's very important right now to just uh, help the economy because it seems like we're in a situation where these, if they're calling me and saying, hey, can you come? Can you come? There's obviously not a lot of competition with the bands and everybody. And so we're going to get back quick. And you'll be seeing us soon with a new schedule. And we'll be back in the c Dub motion like we never have. Dr. Baby Beats, she's going to be back on the mix. we got Brother Pato on the drums from up north. And we got Brother Heater on the drums down here. So we're getting ready to have a good time and bring it back hard. I want you guys to stay in tune with me because I'm going to do a, one festival this year. And I want everyone to keep in touch so I can really... Um, give you guys the first dibs on all the tickets and everything and the band list and everything that's going on because it's going to be a big deal. So I want everybody to get involved. You're going to have a, your ability to get involved and put your creative influence into the into the festival. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a big deal for us in, in indeed. Um, check out all of our channels. Make sure you go to CLawDub.com. That's really important Uh because, you know, who knows what's going to go on with our channels right around here. We've had a lot of people getting boycotted. Everybody from uh, uh, Chami Chong, he got boycotted on Facebook. You know, people like Jordan Peterson getting booked on, getting uh, 
banned on YouTube. Everyone's getting banned here and there, and people are getting all their stuff taken down. So if that happens, I'll be prepared with my my own Yola site, which is seelawdub.com. If you ever want to check us out there, you can get in touch with me personally there. There you can leave a PayPal donation, help us keep the, the mission in motion, and you can join up on our Patreon site where we'll keep you posted on upcoming schedule. We'll give you first dibs on tickets to bigger shows, and we'll give you perks uh, for merchandise stuff, throw you merchandise purchase out of that. We're raising money so that we can put our money, our music online, our whole catalog on Spotify. So that's cost us a little money to revamp all the stuff and get all the tunes in full motion. And we're really stoked about that. We're going to get our whole catalog out there in the next year and just really get it going as a big year. We tour all around. I'm putting out some vinyl. Uh, and if you'd like to get our merchandise, check us out at Teespring right now. If you'd like to get a T-shirt, get a mug, uh, you can get one of our Sea Law Dove stickers. Any of that kind of stuff is all at Teespring. Uh, so go to teespring.com, check that out. And come say hi to me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. You know, you can grab some gear right here at Teespring, though. That's a been a, a godsend for me. I got brand new baseball caps coming out in just a couple of days, so don't miss that. Drop us a donation at PayPal and help us out. We'll keep the 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 mix in motion. Like I said, this week I was uh, touching base with a lot of people I'm working on this year touching base with some very important friends in the past that I've lost touch with as I've been on the road. The last 10 years have been a whirlwind. It seems like my career has gone in these 10-year cycles. There was the 90s, which was kind of like the super hippie generation living in the woods with the big band, traveling all around with the van and the trailer. Then there was my Sela dub. Uh, it was the Sela sound system between 2001 and 2008 where we made music with uh, people from Apple Music and Steve Jobs' right-hand man. And we did all kinds of kind of techno, wild, live shows, like super pop reggae, crazy record company stuff we did. And then c -Law Dub came out, and that's when I moved from the mountains to the coast and, and honed it down to just my coastal crowd. Went straight back to the roots and also incorporated all the years of music, so we had this whole kaleidoscope of songs so uh in this last uh, little time period it was the best time indeed we built all the friends and family on the coast and we we joined up with everybody and then all of a sudden it just came to a standstill and now we're in our 30th year so we're winding into a whole new motion a whole new mix whole new sound bring out a bigger band and and a funner thing. And so I'm contacting all the really important people in my life that I've kind of um, lost touch with, you know. So I contacted uh, just people from far away, like 10 to 10 people a day. And uh, this week I contacted Pato Banton, who is very important to me as far as a brother from another mother. I feel like he's a, a kindred soul because we both run our own bands and we play our own music like we do and we've done tours together and we just uh, really unified over the years and he's just like been like a big brother with a lot of advice and just um kind of like a, the leader to me and it's almost like you know when you're talking to Patrick Banton it's like almost like you're talking to Tiger Woods or something you know like one of the greatest toasters in reggae 
And so when I called him, I didn't think he'd call me back. He's like, I'm trying to call you. So I called him back, and there he's just talking to me like a brother. And I got, uh, I'm a fanboy. I'm starstruck. I don't even know what to say. I'm talking to Pato Banton, who I grew up listening to, and all of us know, you know, I do not sniff the cocoa and smoke the sense Emilia. And we all listen to, you know, the great music of Pato Banton growing up in the 90s and the 80s. And anyways, we had a good chat. You know, I brought him, I brought Pato Banton here to the East Coast to do a tour with me uh, probably 10 years ago, and I really thought I had it going on. I had all these fans. I could only draw about 100 people at a time. You know, he could probably draw 10,000. And anyways, I invited Pato Banton to come to the East Coast, and I gave him like four shows, and <clears throat> we had these shows, and they didn't really come together too well. They weren't so big, and the accommodations weren't so great, and I was used to shoestringing it, and he was used to being the king of reggae, and I wasn't a real promoter. I was just the lead singer of Sila Dub. But I was honored that he came. And anyways, he came and did the tour for me, you know, and really helped out and kind of did it for free. And he paid his band to play. And we had he brought his 10-piece band with horns. And they played four shows. And we traveled from the Outer Bank, from Raleigh to the Outer Banks down to Charleston. And we played in Wilmington. And it was the most incredible thing ever. And uh, so then I had to call him. When I was talking to him, I was like, I'm really sorry about that tour, man. It was definitely uh, not the best accommodations or the best setup for you. I would, didn't really wasn't really the best promoter. He's like, oh, I understand. Anything for you, Mark. You know, he was just there for good vibes. No, no one will forget the Pato Banton shows when he came through. And then he came through a couple times after that, which were better shows. So anyways, I talked to Pato, and he had good vibes. And so I said, can you come on my podcast next week? And he said, yeah, I'll come on your podcast. So next week we'll be talking to Pato Banton. And uh, hopefully we can link up with him, and maybe I'll travel out there and do a little song with him. That's what I'm hoping to do, and get out there at the end of the year and team up with him and do an acoustic cast with Pato. But, you know, for now, hey, we'll get him on the dub cast and let him tell you his story of living in Brixton, living in London, uh, playing music with, with the Steel Pulse and uh, the Days of the Clash and the Police and doing songs with Sting and with UB40. And I mean, he's like a world, worldwide star. So it'll be very interesting to talk to Pato next week. So stay tuned for that. So um, on with the show. Uh, we're going to, I haven't had any, I've never had any questions, right? So someone sent me a question and part, partaking about the musical business and how to keep it going and the good vibes. So, you know, I just really want to reach out to anyone who's going to go out of their way to write me a, write me a question and so here it goes. Uh, Jeremy7j7 wrote, uh, how can I create a space for my work in this short attention span digisphere? Well, a digisphere is what it is, and it is a short attention span indeed. And uh, I would say what you can't get caught up in is um, don't get caught up in trying to figure out how to do it don't get caught up in whether you can get the power to do it. Um, and don't get caught up in everybody else's, uh, how, how good they're promoting or how good they're creating. Um, you can't compete with all that because people will always seem better, more at it than you. Really what you got to do is kind of overcome, you know, overcome your, um, 
your imposter syndrome. Same thing I have with Pat Tobanton when I talk to him, and I just think I'm the the small town, you know, musician, and he's the worldwide star. And then I'm talking to him, and I don't know how to handle it, and I've lost all my power. So when you got that imposter syndrome, as far as comparing yourself to everybody on the internet and looking all around you and seeing who's good and who's bad, and uh, thinking everything's been done before, well, that's really not your it's not your place to even worry about that stuff. What you need to do is work really hard every day, overcome the imposter syndrome by becoming so good at your craft that you create your own little niche, uh, like a river flowing down through, you know, like some water flowing over some rough ground. It'll start forming a little, a little pit and then a little div divot and then the river will start forming. And, you know, you just keep working forming that river and, smoothing out your little path and as you get better you start developing fans along the way people start getting into what you're doing and you just kind of keep blinders on sometimes sometimes you really can't get caught up in the people around you if they're doing better than you or if you think they've got more um equipment or better just you know better promotion skills all those kind of things people have there's always gonna be somebody better out there but you got your local crowd and the people around you, and that's all you need. You need your thousand fans that you play to, and a hundred of them, you need them to pitch in and try to help you and you know, keep your day job. Don't quit your day job because really you just get caught up in doing this kind of stuff too much, and then you lose your real life. So keep your connection with your day job and a little bit of income on the side so you're not so desperate with this and invest some of your money put some money away in bitcoin and that kind of stuff and and work online to develop your fan base and don't be afraid to, to do your little podcast put your music out there live don't be afraid uh, to put yourself out there and keep yourself in motion you'll get better every time and you'll start building up that muscle that performance muscle and you get really good actually by working online and working through trying to get your fan base through youtube and through your podcast maybe your live performances you'll see that you develop a better skill and a repertoire with your fans so when you get out there live you have more skill and that's true with artists that's true with anybody out there if you're trying to run a business or anything put those blinders on and get a, a, a past yourself stop judging yourself don't listen to little voices in your head and break through the terror barrier you can go listen to tony robbins or um, bob proctor and those people or get all the way back to uh, you know think and grow rich and all that kind of stuff and you know study it for a few weeks and then put it into action use the plan that they use you know write your notes keep your notes with you keep your mindset uh, clear always use a positive mindset always talk to people with your head up and a real strong energy keep working every day get up early and start your work early and always follow through and do the best to be the good man and take the heavy load and make it work and when you do that it will pay off it's not really about uh maybe you know the secret is going to come to you because you visualize it and boom out of the sky it comes falling money falls out of the sky not going to happen but if you visualize it like let's say you're a downhill skier and you're visualizing your the, the ski you run you're visualizing the gates boom 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 you know where the turns are coming you know where the big jump is coming every day you visualize it and every day you take that course you're killing it you're thinking oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna get the gold medal today i'm gonna make the highest fastest score i'm gonna run through that finish line just kicking it and so 
when you think like that, that's really what the secret is. The secret is visualizing, uh, finding your course, keeping all your gear and all your everything in full motion and in perfect action, and then put that plan to action, and that's how you win the race. You know what I'm saying? So get past yourself. That's really the answer to this. That's the long, that's the short answer to this long explanation. You know, if you're trying to compete in this crazy digisphere, you're not going to be able to compete. What you got to do is just put yourself out there, put your stuff out there, keep creating. And what you'll get is what you got for the world. And you'll find your little spot. And when you find that little spot, it'll be, it'll be so good for your soul. You know what I'm saying? So keep creating, keep producing. Don't listen to little voices in your head and keep on moving. All right. Let's get on to the news. Let's see how this works here. I got a new setup here, so we'll get on to the news. Boom. Well, well, well. Look who's here. Willie Nelson is back in action. Oh, we got to check him out. You know, in the days of the crazy Grammy Awards and the fap mo fapadilly do, whatever that was. We got uh, National Geographic celebrating Earth Day on April 21st, and Willie Nelson, Ziggy Marley, Maggie Rogers. Oh, so many people will be getting together for this awesome online event. So check it out. What's really cool about it is it's an online virtual event. So, hey, it's not wasting any energy to put it together. It's not causing any impact anywhere. And you can check out Willie Nelson. You can check out Ziggy Marley, Angelique Kijo, Jose Gonzalez, My Morning Jacket, all of them. So don't miss it. To celebrate Earth Day 2021, National Geographic has announced a special virtual event, Earth Day Eve, streaming live on YouTube on Wednesday, April 21st at 8.30. Don't miss it. It'll be 1.30 Irish time, whatever that means. I guess this is an Irish post. Hosted by travel experts Jessica Norberg, Earth Day, Earth Day Eve 2021 will feature performances from Angelique Kijo, Aurora, Jose Gonzalez, Maggie Rogers, Rostam, Valerie June, Willie Nelson, Yo-Yo Man, Ziggy Marley, and many more. So don't miss it. I'll be definitely into seeing Ziggy Marley and Willie Nelson, Yo-Yo Ma, and my morning jacket, that'll be great. He's doing it. They're doing a video, so very cool. The event will also feature special appearances from a primatologist, Dr. Jane Goodall, and photojournalist Brian Scary. I've never heard I've never heard Brian Scary, but anyways, he probably did a lot of photos in National Geographic. So don't miss it. It's been going on. Earth Day's been going on for 133 years now. National Geographic's been going on for 133 years, working in D.C. with all the scientists there. So big ups to them for keeping that alive in this day of fast-paced clickbait and ridiculous fake journalism. Somebody's celebrating something good. So don't miss Earth Day celebration on YouTube 2021 from National Geographic. The event is virtual and accessible to everyone, and it will showcase environmentally passionate artists from around the world, together with some of National Geographic's most extraordinary explorers. So don't miss it. Check it out. All right. Also in the news, 
the king of surfing. Check him out. Well, there's all this controversy going on because Kelly Slater has been dissed in the news. Let's read this article and let you know what's going on. The very famous comic Rodney Dangerfield was a staple of my youth, and in those buggy eyes that looked of constant befundlement and catchphrase, I don't get no respect. I really don't understand the time, nor did I find his jokes particularly funny, but now I understand. Here's one of his jokes right now. When I was a kid, I lost some parents at the beach. I asked my lifeguard to help me find them. He said, I don't know, kid. There's so many places they could have hide. So, you know. Anyways, everyone's supposed to look at three such decades of a career as a surf journalist and truly feel bitter humor. For yesterday, the lifestyle, culture, and sporting of surfing boasted nearly 30 million followers on Instagram declared that surfing was not really for this generation of elite athletes to the end. So anyways, this guy from Puberty Sport, whatever that is, posted that I'm, I'm not ready for this generation of elite athletes to end. And he named all these different people, LeBron James and Tom Brady and Floyd May, but well at weather and all kinds of people, but no Kelly Slater. And that's kind of fine. You know, we, I don't, I don't think Kelly Slater cares and, I could care less whether surfing's put in here with all these different ball sports and boxing and all this stuff. Cause it's, you know, it is what it is, but here's the deal. Kelly Slater's outlived Michael Jordan. Kelly Slater out. I mean, not outlived, but he, his career has outlived Michael Jordan's career, Tony Hawk's career. Um, I mean, you can go all the way back to the greats, uh, Wayne Gretzky, um, Lance Armstrong. I mean, he was around when all these greats were around. And um, who else? I mean, you could name all the all the greats. So he deserves mad respect because I think he's going to make it to fifty years old in the surfing uh, in this tour. I think he's going to stay with it until he's fifty, just to mess with everybody. And I think he's going to do pretty good. I think he could finish in the top three. But right now, surfing has gone to a different level. And the reason why Kelly made it so long is he was here during the evolution of surfboards. Now surfboard evolution is kind of uh, leveled off and everyone kind of has the same kind of shape. But in, in one time, surfboard shapes had been transforming greatly from fatter fish shapes to these kind of thrusters that were fatter to potato chip shapes to kind of more upfront shapes, egg shapes, and then into these kind of thruster egg shapes I got now. So during those times, he was able to kind of, especially in later days, be ahead of the technology, you know, so. But he made it through all these years because he stayed in excellent shape, stayed focused, and no one is more competitive and more of an excellent athlete than Kelly Slater, and all of us love to watch him, and we hope he stays with it uh, for another couple years because he seems like he's doing fine, so. Mad props to Kelly Slater. He's on tour still right now, and uh, we'll see if he if he still gets the props he deserves. All right. Also in the news, I just want to share with you a little music, my favorite band of all time. So, anyways, Dub Inc. Please check them out. They're on summer tour right now, getting ready to start summer tour in May, 
and uh, they are my favorite band of all time. Dub Inc. is from France, and they rock it out. They got a new uh, little collaboration with Kylie Buds that they did here in 2020, and it is massive. So, Mad Props and we're here to raise the vibrations out there. I want to thank you guys for tuning into the Dubcast. I'm signing off in the second half of the show. We'll be doing the acoustic cast, and then later on, we'll be interviewing Mitch Cooper. So stick around for that. This is the Dubcast. See you signing out with the first half. Stick around for more. Big love and unity from the Dub. The Dubcast is brought to you by Carl Heavily Surf. Check them out at carlheavysurf.com. Everything from 10-foot-long nose riders to pocket thrusters, all handmade in Emerald Isle by Carl Heavily himself. Big love and unity from the Dub. Stick around for the Acousticast, just a few minutes. Check out the Dubcast on CLawDub.com and on the CLawDub channel on YouTube. Big love and unity from the Dub. Raise the vibrations. Stick around for the Kusa.